Welcome to episode number 51, Team Building Leadership. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Gabe, and we have a special guest, Joe Cologne. And on, everybody. Yeah, this, this episode is titled Team Building Leadership. In this episode, we have special guest, Joe Cologne, team building leadership expert. The crew discusses what it means to be a true leader, Joe Clone explains what team building means and its importance of building a successful business. We discuss motivation and how to effectively use personal development. We get an expert's advice on true mentorship and close the discussion with an opportunity to build wealth. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Warren Bennis and Andrew Carnegie. As usual, we like to kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com and today we are defining the term leadership and they define it as the position or function of a leader, a person who guides or directs a group. So segment number one, we are about to drop a story as we normally do, except we're going to give it a little twist. This time we are tapping into our poetic nature, so to speak, and we're about to drop a poem by Ella Wheeler Wilcox titled life makes way for the determined and it goes like this there is no chance no destiny no fate no circumvent or hinder or control the firm resolve of a determined soul gifts count for nothing will alone is great all things give way before it soon or late what obstacle can stay the mighty force of the sea-seeking river in its course or cause the ascending orb of day to wait. Each well-born soul must win what it deserves. Let the full prate of luck. The fortunate is he whose earnest purpose never swerves, whose slightest action or inaction serves. The one great aim. Ella Wheeler Wilcox, poems titled Life Makes Way for the Determined. Well, after hearing that poem, I mean, what, what, what is even derived from that? from, you know, the determination of the human uh, power, I guess. Um, Joe, you have anything to say about that poem? Um, I'm not the best with poems, but what I gathered from it is just a determined person with tunnel vision. I mean, it's just nothing's going to get in the way. Nothing's going to stop him. Nothing's going to stop him or her, actually. And uh, you're going to hit adversity, but at the end of the day, it's all going to be worth it. You're going to reap with the rewards. Yeah, and then I like how she says something about will, and she says something about the gifts. In previous episodes, we talked about people who have all the talent in the world, and there's actually a book by John C. Maxwell titled Talent is Never Enough, and it kind of goes over exactly what she's saying. If you have a determined outlook, and even on the episode 50 from last week titled The Foundation, I talk about being determined and making things happen by just applying yourself and using your resources um, appropriately and the best that you can. And that is what is, you know, your power. That is your strength. 
Um, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily uh, the talent. It's not necessarily just you know the will. You can impose your will to a certain extent, right? But uh, life is going to smack you upside the head yeah, so absolutely. hard anyway. So it's it's kind of arrogant of us to think that we can have things and life itself pan out the way we envision it. No, absolutely. Um, although that's not to say you know we shouldn't have you know visions and stuff like that. But so moving right along. So Joe, we have you here, right? You're the uh, team building leadership expert. Uh, just right off the rip, what? Does the word I know we defined leadership, but what does the word leadership mean to you? If you could, um, leadership to me, it's it's actually locking arms, walking side by side. I mean, helping out whoever you can. I mean, I'm not I'm not a boss. I don't treat anybody like I'm a boss. I just just try to help people as best as I can by by not telling them what to do, but trying to lead them in the right direction on what to do. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, for sure. I think all of us begabe our fathers here and even just like the simple way of thinking of a family, you know, like the lineage, the kids watching everything that you do, right? Go back to the quote that we at this point abuse because we use it so much, but it's so applicable. It makes sense to say every time what you do speaks so loud. I can't hear what you say. Yeah. So it's, it's a, yeah, it's, 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 we we can tell we can tell people what to do so much, but if we're not leading by example and 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 showing them the way, um, that is a called the ineffective communication. Yeah, um, don't expect it to work. And yeah. even like in the like the home business we dealt with for a while, um, was that like your people that you are leading are going to do a part of a portion of what you do anyway? So. Yeah. I remember we were told that uh, whatever you do, your people, your team, your group would do half. Or j- if you could just get into that mentality. So that would yeah. just you know create yourself to be basically a beast. When is it that, came is to that it. what you want them to – if you're the leader, you want them to, to at least do half? No. No, no, no. Yeah, it's your mentality. Oh. Expect – only expect them to do half. Do you, half. They're not – if you're the leader, you can't expect them to do more than you. If they do, right. that's fantastic. Right, then right, you right, got right. a beast on your hands. Okay. But if they don't, um, you know, it's they're gonna go half the speed you are. Got it's, it. It's just yeah. it's just a saying for you yeah. to like get you in that mentality to do more because your people are gonna do more. Right. The more you do, the more your people will do basically. Yeah, that's like one of our main things is uh, lead by example. We would never tell somebody to do something that we're not doing. I mean, exactly. So, Joe, you you have. You know, a cool, really cool background before you got into your home-based business. Can you just give us like a brief bio of, you know, where you're coming from, you know, and how you got started and what exactly you do? Um, I'm Joe Clone. I'm a father of two. I'm a husband of a awesome wife, Janine. And before my home-based business, I was just working working full time at a sewer plant and you know what my my wife brought this opportunity my wife brought the opportunity and i was skeptical i was the the macho man saying hey i'll do what i do you do what you do but after seeing her after 2 years or so i decided that i wanted to get into this too and it's from there we just took off so nice so so you you were the uh um, macho man the macho yeah. man as you referred where you weren't negative though you just you just didn't want to have you just didn't want to do it it just didn't pique your interest it was just or you just thought that it was just something that you had you would never do 
I was skeptical to be honest. I mean, yeah. was, I thought I thought it was one of them things. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I, and things like uh, nobody could work from home. That's that's that's, <laughs> that's fake. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you got to get a ninety-five to get money. But but uh, I quickly realized that that was wrong. So, at what point was it? You said you know that she was building the business uh, for two years. At what point for you was it that was kind of okay? This is legit. Not only is this legit, um, I want to you know be a part of this. Um. It was uh, when we have our uh, our home seminars, nutrition seminars. Yeah. She, uh, I would hear her perp. I heard her purpose. Usually, I would go in the room. I wouldn't want nothing to do with it or anything like that. And then one time, I stayed out there and I heard her purpose, and it was to to bring me home. And I thought to myself, I'm like, man, I'm being such a selfish. Jerk. <laughs> yeah, I'm being selfish. I'm being a jerk. I don't want to hear it out. And she's over here trying to retire me at the age of thirty. And I'm like, you know what? Let me. Let me hear this out. So I, uh, I heard it out a little bit more, and I got real interested. And in, you know, from there, it just became my passion, just as a, just as much as it's her passion. That's awesome. That's wild. That's so you're so just awesome. sitting there, right? I mean, I know, I, I, well, I know Joe. We know Joe personally, but um, he's a really good guy. But I don't care how good of a person you are. You had to feel like hell. When you're I just did. sitting there, and, and then hearing your wife telling you, "I'm trying to retire him," I'm like, "Damn, what is going on?" Yo como un pendejo ahí. I definitely, I definitely felt like crap. I'm like, man, this is my wife's trying to bring me home. I'm over here, don't want to hear nothing. I'm being the have my ego, ego wall up. I don't want to hear nothing about it. So, but That's, that that came crashing down real quick after I heard that. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, That's awesome, so then though. you guys locked arms. You start building the business together. Where did the transition happen? Um, where you went full time? Because I know you kind of bridged over, which is a smart thing to do. Um, yeah. But at one point, you you were you're full time. So how how'd that happen? Or what's the story? Well, um, April of 2016, I was supposed to. Uh, I had we had plans to leave my job. I mean, we had we were. We passed my income. We passed both of our incomes by a significant amount. So it was April of 2016. I was supposed to come home, but unfortunately, October of 2015, I got fired. I mean, some stupid stuff I did, and I I, I fess up to it. But I got fired, and I came home a little bit earlier than I was supposed to. So that was kind of like a shock for me, like a shock for me and her. I mean. It was just the change. I was scared of the change. I have my I had my routine for nine years, and it's yeah. like yeah. just to hop into my other my plan B so quick. I wasn't I wasn't really ready for it, but you know I had to take it. I got to take had to take it by the horns because I didn't want to go back to work and have somebody else tell me what to do besides my wife. <laughs> so man, that's that that is brutal because when you think about it. Um, just think about tomorrow. I hope this doesn't happen to anybody. But it's like your security blanket, so to speak, was there. Even though you had plans to you know, move forward with this going full time. But the fact that it happened, whatever that is, seven months earlier, six months earlier than anticipated, um, that is definitely a scary thing. I don't care who you are and I don't care how much money you were, are making on the other side. Because it's... Everyone's taught 
this traditional way of earning an income outside of being an entrepreneur, right? So yep. you have this thing, whether you go to school or not, it doesn't matter. You go to work and you know you, you build on someone else's dream to bring mm-hmm. home a paycheck just for enough time to then you know live out your dreams or whatever your plans are, you might work at a job for the next 40, 50, 60 years. But um, that's just what it is. That, and that's it, that's it, that stigma or whatever it is is just in your mind. And um, I, I, I feel like there, there should be a term for someone who's – there is a term. It's called a wantrepreneur. But I, I don't like the term because it's, a neg- it's, a, it's like a negative thing. But there are people out there who are building their dream and are also working full-time before they make that full-end full uh transition joe i don't know they might have a turn for it nowadays i mean back when we were uh doing it, it was almost like 10 years ago yeah they called us entrepreneurs which was like it, it was it is kind of funny but it's more <laughs> uh, more a pejorative term i guess yeah but you know what it's intelligent it's an intelligent transition and you know what the it might not be for everyone just like taking the entire leap might not be for everyone yeah. it's uh whatever your comfort level is but like Joe was saying, he had that, you know, even though they were making that money, it was still something about the security of a job sure. that is embedded yeah. in us. It's not even necessarily true. It's a false security. Yeah. It's not even necessarily true, right? I mean, it's this thing that's in the back of our minds. You think about it. Our kids are at school every single day for how many hours? Eight. Okay, and what do they get to do in between that entire day? They have a lunch and they have two breaks. When you grow up, you work for eight hours, you have lunch, you have two 15-minute breaks. What are they preparing for? You move when that bell rings, right? You go to class, to class, to class, and you learn, and they they, they teach you how to be a, quote, well-rounded person and give you the four major topics of discussion, and they'll throw in, like, arts and crafts and random stuff like that. Do you think they're preparing you to be a millionaire? Do you think they're preparing you to be, you know, to live out your dreams? No, they're preparing you to literally work for someone else, and we're in that state of mind. Um, And what time do kids go to school? Oh, it just so happens to roundabout be the time we're all at work (laughs) as well. And and it's it's fascinating (laughs) because it's, it's true, but if you actually stop and you think about it, um, then they tell us you have to go back to school, right? In a traditional sense, go back to school, pay a, a bunch of money to learn more. So then you go to job and then pay that off for the rest of your life. It's the definition of a catch-22. Joe, yeah. so what what do you guys say about that, you know, for people who are who have such a high level of security when it comes to the nine to five job? Um, and a lot of times I know that the feedback we would always get was, um, yeah, but I have like my retirement plan in there. I get a pension, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden here we are in 2017 and I'm going to family functions and family parties and people are telling me that they're, what they've been paying into, like their pension is not going to be there and they're supposed to retire in like five years. Yeah. So here you are your whole entire life you've been paying into this uh this scam really yeah. um and and believing one thing and your security blanket has a lot of holes in it all of a sudden yeah. joe joe I, what's your what's your take on this honestly it's like i don't like what well, for example with our team i mean we tell them i mean it's uh it's it's your faith first or your family your job, and then what you what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but I tell them people like, listen, 
you're like you said, you're building somebody else's dreams. I'm like, I mean, I'm not condoning that you go quit your job right away and go jump in because that's scary. I mean, I, I wouldn't have did that. Yeah. You know what I mean, but if I didn't have a plan B, right. but but it's just like you said, it's just it's it just bothers me that people are wor- they don't have like that that mindset, that open mind to like to build something on their own, to chase their own dreams. I mean, you're only here for a certain amount of time. And like, it's, it's, it's tough just working from a certain hour to a certain hour your whole life. And then when you get older, you look back and just, uh, that's all you did. I mean, you had a couple vacations here or there, this and that, like what I do now, it's like, I don't, I don't want to take a vacation from my job. It's like, I, my job is a vacation. So I don't know. It's just, it's tough to, to ingrain that in people's heads because you know what I mean that's how society is but yeah. just certain people get it and certain people won't that's all yeah we said that uh, we talked about that last week some will some won't so what and, and, and it's just that mentality though if people can get just a small little glimpse a small little taste of what it feels like um, to to live a life of fulfillment and satisfaction that's what i that's success to me living something living doing what you do and you being feel having that feeling of fulfillment and satisfaction you have something like worthy that you're doing absolutely on a daily basis and we all know one of our favorite parts of building a home-based business was building relationships with other people and help building on their dreams and 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 putting our love you know, onto their fears yeah. and kind of filling that gap and where people thought that certain things were impossible, they're actually possible. And um, it, it was it was that camaraderie that we built around that. I think that's what built our, you know, brotherhood, so to speak. With that being said, Joe, what is your favorite part about, you know, building a team, number one, and then also building you know, uh, this empire from the comfort of your home? Um, building a team is a camaraderie. Like you said, is that, is that the friendships? I mean, I, when I was in school, you know, me, I had three friends, Yeah. but at doing this, building this, building a team, it's like, you're my family now. It's like my kids are playing with your kids. I mean, we have a, at the end of the year, we have a picnic for our team. I mean, it's just, it's just great because you just have family from all around. I mean, we have family. I mean, well, when I say family, I'm saying teammates. Yeah. It's uh, we have family down in Florida. We have teammates in Jersey and New York, and it's just crazy how much it expands. And it's just just new friends. I mean, I'm. It's just I never really had as much friends as I do now as I did before. But um, but business wise too. I mean. No alarm clock. That's the best part about building a business. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> nah, no, nah, seriously. Um, best part about building a business is it's yours. It's your owner. It's something you could call your own. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like something. It's either it's you. It's you that can make or break it. I mean, I don't have a boss. I mean, my wife's my boss all the time. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's without question. But it's, you're your own boss, and it's. This the time freedom, the all the freedom in the world. I mean, it could hurt you too if you get too comfortable, if you get too complacent with the freedom. But we don't let that get to us. So 
it's just basically it is the the freedom and the uh, the camaraderie and the friendships. So I know I remember when I graduated high school, right, and I went to Temple University, right, and for the first time, I was on my own, living on my own. You know, uh, not really. It was really in a bubbled version sure. of living on your own. But anyway. Um, you got that sense of freedom and we started to like wow out and we had zero control, right? Joe, can you now explain to us, did it was at any point that you get kind of like carried away with this newfound freedom? Was it just like you had to like, you know, tame yourself? Because, you know, at first it's kind of like, um, there's a story about Will Smith uh, when he started with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, when he started making like his, you know, the real money when the show actually caught on. He blew like his first ten million dollars. Like blew it. Like he has he couldn't couldn't account for any of it. He was just buying stuff and buying people things and buying people homes and buying these wild cars and mm. he just and then he he got so sick to his stomach when his accountant told him how much he blew. Um oh. that it you know had it reeled him in. Was and then I know for me, like my freshman year, I was out of control. Like my mom basically like had us on the a, a diet which we didn't really know we were even on a diet um it wasn't even a diet it was just eating right and then you go away to college and you can eat whatever the world you want yeah. and boom there goes 25 pounds well, in like freshman three months yeah well i put on like freshman 30 so um was there did you experience any of that joe was there any like kind of funny like to be honest not really because like i said i got fired yeah and I didn't do this. I didn't come home on my own will. So I, I was scared. I guess like, that, that grounded not, you really quick. Yeah. I was scared to not use my time in the correct manner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was scared to like, oh, well, I got off every day. Now I can hang out till five in the morning and this and that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but no, nah, I was scared to do that because I was actually, if I would have came home on, on my own will, I probably would have had some, some crazy stuff happening, but <laughs> no, nah, but now nah, we, uh, we're playing, we're pretty plain and simple. We're boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- well that, that's, that's called disciplined. Uh, that's, that's having a disciplined personality and, sure. and, and having appropriate goals. But cause there are people that, you know, do you get frustrated when you see those, you know, even if they're not scams, there's these people out there who make a, make you feel that way because they're they're promoting this, you know, an opportunity the incorrect way, and it kind of just puts like this terrible like uh, stigma or whatever on you know the home base stuff. Like, what what is your take on when you see that? Because you see like a guy who's like 14 making tr- seven trillion dollars, and you're like, dude, this is the most exaggerated story. Yeah. Um, and I know when we were you know when we were building our business together, yeah. we we kept running into there was a guy on our own team that would do that and we're like stop lying to people because yeah, <laughs> you're, you're saying you're, he was making more than what he actually was yeah and it was like dude i'm like three levels above you there's no way you're making what you're saying you're making oh jeez. um so and then so people thought it was something they thought it was a get rich quick yeah, yeah. so then they you know jumped on it and they said oh this ain't this ain't what it was. You guys lied to us. And here we dwindled it down that it was one guy making stuff up yeah, or whatever. Gotcha. Sucks. Joe, I'm sure, you know, you've encountered all this stuff. W- with that, with those kinds of challenges that you face on a daily basis, what is your greatest challenge as a leader? My greatest challenge as a leader is the it's just the the responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. I mean, 
you got a lot of teammates out there that are depending on you to they're trusting you to lead you in the right direction. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's like you have to do the right thing even when people aren't looking. You just have to you just have to keep on doing the right thing and just leading them in the right direction. I mean, there's nothing else I could really say. I mean, for them other people that scam people and stuff like that, yeah, we run into them, but you know what? The light shines on them every now and then. Yeah. So they see that it's not sustainable. I mean, me and my wife been in this for four years, strong, steady. Yeah. And that's all I really could say about that. It's like you can't really pay too much attention to them guys. Can't well, let them look to you. To, to just to, to wrap that segment of the, you know, the conversation up, it's not just, you know, this. We, we encounter the bull, the bull crappers of life in no. everything that we do. We Absolutely. have the bull crapping. Uh, salesman who's selling me a car. We have the bullcrapping guy, a real estate agent who's trying to, you know, sell me this house and yeah, is exactly. overpromising and underdelivering. Is there anything more grotesque than someone that under overpromises and underdelivers? I can't stand that. Sorry. Um, it is the most obnoxious, nauseating like personality trait you can actually have. Yeah. Um, and and again, as we touched on last week. It's not something you want to build your foundation or and your circle of influence. You want to have anyone who's like that. Yeah. There's, you know, there's bullcrappers no matter where you go. No, across the board, they're all over the place. Some do this, some do that, whatever. They're yeah. going to be there. It doesn't matter. It's just like, you know, the that annoying person that complains about everything. Oh, exactly. They're going to be in every field. It yeah. doesn't matter. Joe, in 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 working with people on a daily basis and 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 building you know your 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 empire, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You collect success stories. Absolutely. What I mean, what, what's what's what does it mean to you? How, how do you process this? Because I at my job, um, part of our rehab center in the hospital is to get people to from one level of acuity to the next, and we're trying to get them to a better, you know. Uh, a better acuity, so to speak. Anyway, we have success stories, meaning, you know, you get someone who didn't walk and was very unhealthy to a point where they're walking and, and bathing and doing everything themselves. And we call them success yeah. stories. And if you saw the smile on our physical therapist and our speech therapist and stuff like that, that, that level of like satisfaction it gives them. And they're the ones who write up these success stories and they go on the website and it is like yeah, fascinating awesome. to watch it unfold. Yeah, it's awesome. H how does you, you do the same thing with your team? H how does that like, how gratifying is that? Oh, it's, it's great. I mean, I mean, you just need in our business. I mean, that's half the battle is collecting success stories because yeah. not, not everybody's, gonna resonate with my story that i lost uh 16 pounds or true I'm, yeah. a stay, I'm a stay at home dad or whatever and they're gonna say oh that's good for you yeah. but if you somebody that's a teacher or somebody that's i have somebody one of my friends is a teacher that's doing what we're doing and she just came home i mean i could use that story or i could use somebody that oh well my friend lost 100 pounds and i could i could i could connect them with that story or something easy as like to my friend gave up a pot of coffee a day I mean, just you just need the success stories because not everybody's going to resonate with you and your story 
So you just need a you just need a whole collection of them, and that's just that's just half the the battle itself right there. I mean, yeah. So I mean that we we that is like something that you know Absolutely. you're what you saying that resonates just with me alone because we always talk about even me trying to at this point you know bring people on. Uh, to the podcast and explain to them like oh we had a dj last you know uh, check out episode number 40 or we had somebody who was um was it like a in the music industry or whatever whatever the example is we're connecting them to you know to hit that level of frequency that you were like oh okay we're all on the same page here i get it um because it's true not everyone's going to relate to me not everyone's going to relate to you but at some level, you need that connectivity. Well, at least the, and the principles. Now, the stuff that's going behind it is, is all the same. That exactly. Everybody can relate to at least that part of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you find the person you can personally relate to. Exactly. So with with all that being said and, and all the, you know, the gratifying uh, feelings that you get from team building, when you sit back, you know, and, and, you know, the fireplace is going and the kids are asleep and you and your wife are just, you know, talking or dream building whatever what is being talked about for the ultimate goal what is your ultimate goal when 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 you leave either this you know earth or whatever it is what kind of you know you want to be stamped and when he's like yo joe did x y and z i want to have an impact you know what i mean i want to be significant i want to like i want to mean something to somebody i i mean just just uh a year and a half ago, I, I spoke in front of like 2,500 people, and um, I shared my story, our success story. My wife shared hers or whatever, and then just, just like weeks later, even to a year later, there's people that came to our event, and they just told me that, listen, like I'm here because of you. You changed my life, this and that. And it's like just hearing that alone, you can't put a price on that. You can't put a dollar, a dollar sign on that. I love that feeling, just having it impact just to at least reach somebody out there in the crowd and just just change just change their whole direction of thinking and life in, in general you know what i mean yeah so so to piggyback on that what's your motivation to get there um it's just my purpose my my kids my kids my family it's just i think about them all the time so it's like i'm never gonna stop and just my my purpose alone is just going to fuel me to to keep on going to keep on going and just them stories like that like when people come up to me and tell me that hey man I look up to you you're doing great and I wish I could be in your shoes this and that and I tell them you can I mean I'm just a regular person from a small town I was I was an introvert I was shy you know what I mean like but I stepped out of my comfort zone so like if I could do it anybody could do it so yeah, I remember one of the most, uh, I don't know if it was challenging, intriguing, or what, but when I was going through kind of like a difficult time, um, you know, working on my, my dream, so to speak, um, I remember a tip was given to me by, you know, one of the coaches, and he said, you know, he asked me, what's your why, and we kind of went over everything, or whatever, it's, you know, at that point, i I think it was like, you know, my future family. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, and, um, he's like, is this fear bigger than your why? And dude, that messed me up for the rest of my life. Literally, obviously <laughs> I'm bringing it up right now. Cause I think about it all the time. Yeah. So anytime I'm fearful of anything right now, it obviously it changed because my, my why has 
as came in, you know, into a sharper image. Um, because before it was like I didn't have a kid, but I was doing it for my child. Yeah. Now I have a kid, and all I do is picture my kid's face, and I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. is this fear bigger than what I would ever do for my child?" Yeah. And that will mess you up, dude. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about being able to overcome things? Um, whoa, and it's and it's a challenging thought too, because if you don't do it, ooh, daddy, that'll yeah. mess you up. Yeah, yeah, I, I think about that all the time. I'm like, I want to go talk to this guy at at the gym or whatever and I'm yeah. I gotta yeah. think to myself, hey, is that is that guy whatever he thinks of you, is that bigger than your why right now? Is that more purposeful than your why? And I'm like, no. Go talk to him. You know what I mean? What's the worst he could say? No. So That's 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 a well, yeah, that's still to this day one of the most amazing things yeah. and tips, you know, advice that I've ever received. Um, yeah. So so we're talking about the kids, and 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 I kind of wanted to transition to the whole family thing. Um, traditionally speaking, because we're so embedded in 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 you know the Western culture to you know get a job and 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 you know support your family in that sense. How do you explain or how do you talk to your children about your unique um, lifestyle and and and? The- well, at first, at first, it was a challenge because. They were used to me being gone. I mean, yeah, eight to ten hours out of the day, so they wouldn't see me usually until like mid afternoon, mid to late afternoon. Yeah. So, but when I when I came home, they would keep on asking me, "Hey, are, are you going to work? Are you going to work?" I'm like, "I am working. We are. Me and mommy are working right now." Yeah. Like, oh. They're like, "Do you work at the gym?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> it's kind of difficult to explain to them, but. After they they know what we do, they know the products we take. I mean, they're they're respectful of us. They love it. I mean, when we have our when we have our nutrition seminars, they have they ask for it all the time. Like, hey, are they uh are you guys having a seminar? Are you guys having a mixer because we want to play with the kids. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as like the just like the compensation and stuff like that, we don't really we, we don't really tell them anything like that. I mean, yeah. they know that what we do pays for the toys so they don't really ask so <laughs> but, uh other than that yeah it was at first it was difficult but then gradually gradually they started to get it they my son you know what i mean he's he says he says to me because i take him him and my daughter every morning to work he said oh can i do what you do when i grow up this and that i'm like listen i'm not putting no pressure on you, you could do whatever you want you want to be an astronaut you could be an astronaut i'm like yeah. i don't put no limitations on him but he 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 likes what we're doing. I mean, and my daughter too. They do workout videos and stuff like that. And That's then, awesome. Oh, me and my wife, me and Janine, we don't pressure them to do that. They just they see it. I mean, we're just leading by example, and um, they they love it. I mean, they have no problems with it. So, so speaking on that, obviously you, you touched upon a, a few things. Um, how it has affected your family in a positive way. How has the dynamics have the dynamics changed, and obviously, you just said you take your kids to school now, which was something I'm assuming you didn't do, weren't able to do before because of work or your work hours or whatever. Is there anything else that is kind of like changed as like totally different from when you had a job? Honestly, yeah, it's. I think I'm just a better father and just a better husband overall. I mean, it changed me. Like when I when I used to work, I used to work outside and cold weather and stuff like that and i would come home miserable yeah. like every 
time. Like I wouldn't help my kids with their homework. I would go straight to the recliner, watch TV, go to sleep and do it all over again. So now it's like I take my kids to school. I pick them up from school. We open up that folder. Let's do homework. Joey, let's go out back. Let's throw some throw some balls. Let's hit some balls. Let's do whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. I have I have that time freedom now. It's just like, and it's it's just been a blessing. So, so, so going off of that, what is one or or do you have? I'm not sure if you have. Do you have like a family goal? Like, there's one thing to have personal goals. There's another thing to have goals with your spouse. Do you guys have like a family goal? Yeah. Um. Well, for me, I can't really speak for Janine, but uh, for me, it's just when they grow up, I want them to be happy to whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to be strapped down or stressed out, stuff like that. I want us to set that example to that they could do whatever they want without having to, you know what I mean, be strapped down or be stressed out. I want everybody to be, I want all of them be happy. They don't have to do what we're doing. I mean, they could be doing something completely different. As long as they're happy, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, I like I can I could imagine right now like I don't want to see my kids stressing out over money or a job or I mean college or something like that. I want them to be happy to where they are. Oh, all right. So anyway, so you you and your wife work not only together but work in close quarters. Mm-hmm. How do you guys and you guys obviously have different personalities? How do you guys? <laughs> what are maybe a challenge if there is one, or how do how was there a challenge and you guys kind of overcame that? Basically, leading into how do you work together and how do you split the rules? If there was any challenge, it was from stemming from me. I mean, because yeah. then my ego came back up. I thought I was knew what I knew what I was doing, but she she's a phenomenal leader. So. Just me putting my ego aside again to to follow her lead. You know what I mean, because she's been she's she's an outstanding leader. So why not learn from her? You know, it's just us men. Like it's hard to take sure. direction from our wives. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but I had to look at the bigger picture, and then that that was basically the only thing, man. I, like I love working with her. I love being around her. It's like it's just an awesome feeling. I mean, we go to gym together, and we do not. We don't argue. It's just, it's just weird. I mean, you think being together all the time, you would argue more. But I argued more with her when I was working at my other job than I do now. Way more, like ninety nine percent more. So it's just it's, it's changed a lot. And and speaking on you know having a healthy relationship, um, your home based business is based on you know health and financial health and obviously physical health how has that changed you because i know that 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 plays a role obviously because you're not you know you're you're focused on your health you're eating properly you're exercising you guys are you know very healthy individuals um Mm -hmm. above average when it comes to you know that aspect how has that you know changed um from from where you were before oh it's changed a lot i mean i was a guy that was eating once or twice a day or once a day and then going to work out and that's about it but now it's like i'm looking at the clock like all right i gotta get my six meals in but um but now it's just i mean we 
we we healthy we're healthy and stuff like that but we also we're also realistic we have our our meals on the weekends we go out and eat pizza we go out and live just like everybody else we go out and have a beer and this and that and that's what we try to that's what we try to show to every everybody else that this isn't just like what we're doing is just not to put you on a diet we're just trying to make a lifestyle change we're trying to make we're trying to make uh make it realistic towards you because if you put it towards if i make it look like i'm eating healthy 24 7 nobody wants to do that and yeah, i mean they're scared yeah. of that i got you got to show the you got to show the the real side of you too so yeah like they say everything in moderation yeah, and uh You'll be all right. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna transition from you know the the home the home guy, the husband father figure, to back to the leadership figure, and and talking about group dynamics and 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 you know leadership to an extent. What is the biggest key to to really truly build a team? And and you know what's what's team building when you think of the term team building. What do you think of, and you know, maybe one tip that anyone can use, regardless of how big or little their team is, uh, that can help us out? What helped us out a lot was the beauty of it is you could you get to pick who you want to work with. You know what I mean, like I, yeah. my old job, I had guys I didn't like, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get you get to pick who you you get to pick who you work with. But then you also have the people that you think you want to work with, and it, it just doesn't turn out. I mean, I really don't have uh, an actual a tip for you to, I mean, actual team building, but it's just at the end of the day, it's, I mean, it either it either rises to the top or it just sinks. You know what I mean? So, so in, you know, in your expert opinion, what, how, how do you get people to rally towards something and how do you motivate them to accomplish, you know, the overall goal? Like, do you guys have a team goal or is it just based off of a bunch of individual goals and at some point it connects for the bigger vision? Well, before we, before, like I say, somebody says they're interested in our business. I mean, we have a sit down with them and we ask them, we ask them, we get personal with them. I mean, we ask them what their goals are, what their, what their purpose is and stuff like that. And then if they start to slack off, which they are, I mean, they're going to hit a wall adversity. I mean, we bring up their goal. I mean, we bring up their purpose. Like, like you said, I mean, is this, is this block in the wall? Is this adversity bigger than your purpose right now? I mean, their purpose may start off small, but then as time goes on, it evolves and it evolves and we keep up with them. And then we use that as a, as a, as a motivator itself. And I mean, and at the, at the point to where they're not on their own, but they start to build a team of their own, and then that their leadership comes in, and then leaders. They're at that point when you're a leader, you really don't need little things to motivate you. Yeah, you know what I mean, now, like you you should already have you should already have that fire. That you know what I mean, you're like for us, our team. I mean, we have all our purpose is always going to be our kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then it trickles down to our team and their, and their goals. You know what I mean? Like, for example, we had, um, that teacher I was telling you about earlier, her name's, uh, Sherry. She came home last year from her job because 
because we were helping her do what she had to do to get home. And I mean, she built her income up so high. She left her job, her teaching job of 10 years to do what she's has passion about now. And that right there, it's like, whenever I talk about that, it's like, wow. That is like, wild. That is wild. Right. Like it, it, I talked about it the other, like, like a couple months ago and I'd like teared up. It's like you help that person come home. Now she's helping her husband come home and now she's helping her, whoever's on her team fulfill their goals. So it's like, it trickles down and, um, it's just an amazing feeling. Yeah. So your goal is to not goal, but like you want them, you want your team to build up their own team also. Is that what it is? Is that what like it comes yeah. down to? Yeah. Well, basically, I mean, we, we build, we build our team and then they build their team and then their team, but it just, it just goes on and on and on. Okay. But, um, but that's but what you, you're, that's where you're basically pushing them to is to build their own team and make them just as strong as, you know, how strong you guys yeah. are. That's what you, what you yeah. want them to see. You want to see them rise to the top. I would assume it's kind of like your own actual family. You want your kids to do better than you. So, yeah. and that business, it, you want the people, you know, your guys, your team to yeah. actually yet even be better than you. Um, and, and it, and it builds off that. But through the experience, um, Joe, you can, you know, tag on on whenever you want but through the experience from my understanding it's the example he's leading for his team they'll eventually mature enough and come step into that role as joe is then they can be the joe of their team of their team right and Got then you. it just kind of the foundation just keeps getting you know stronger and stronger is that yeah. is that right yeah like well, we have a like me and my wife we have a like a 90 day period. Like we'll, we'll take you under our wing for 90 days. And then it's like, you got to start having your own seminars. You got to start having, then I mean, like you, we could still have our, we, we still hold our own team meetings for our whole team. Then I mean, but like eventually we want you to grow because who wants to be, have their handheld the whole time. I mean, we're still in close quarters with our whole team, but, but, um, at the end of the day, it's like I don't want to hold. I don't want to hold your hand. I'm not trying to make it sound negative, but it's like we're all grown here. We're all leaders, and I want you to experience this for yourself. And I mean, like like Heck said, we're trying to we're leading by example, so so they could see what we're doing. They could trickle it on to their their team, their family. Well said. Um, so making the transition into uh, my favorite topic and that is personal development. Um, can you shed some light uh, on personal development and, and what it means to you or maybe your team or your business in general? You know what? This is probably my, my favorite part about having our own business is just the personal development. It not only it had for me, it just in running our own business just in like i said before being a father and being a friend and being a husband just that personal development there i mean i'm i've been coming out of my comfort zone and it's that's that's what it's all about man it's just coming out of your comfort zone it's not and it's not just one time comfort zone and oh man you're the best you're free it's every day every day you got to come out of your comfort zone and um it's it's made me grow. I mean, I've been doing things I've never done before, reading and, and like I said before, training in front of 
in front of other people and training. It's just, it's, it's been an awesome experience and just, just other people noticing too. Like, cause you, I mean, I, I go through it and you don't notice, I don't slow down to notice, but then you have like my family members and people from before naysayers from before that didn't believe in it saying, Hey, like this is, this is really real. You're really doing great. I'm so proud of you. This and that. And it's just, it's an awesome feeling. That's, that has to be my favorite part of this whole thing is just the personal growth, the personal development and just, just thinking outside the, just thinking outside the box. Cause I was thinking so much in the box, like, I, but this brought me out of my box and it's, it's hard to explain. It's just a crazy feeling. Yeah. I mean, I remember for me, it was in uh, 2006, I read a book. Um, I got introduced to uh, personal development and that was it. It was this complete paradigm shift. It was almost like someone unveiling the curtains and like, this is real life, buddy. Yeah. And you're like, holy <laughs> – and it just it's like that mind-blowing. And it's kind of like what Joe's saying. It's hard to put into words and that's because it is a paradigm shift. It's basically your one way of thinking got totally flipped upside down on its yeah, head yeah. and you're like, what in the world is life right now? Because it's just like – it changes everything and you appreciate things and you're growing. Um, and, and you are – my favorite part is, is exactly what Joe's favorite part is you're you're becoming the best version of yourself and you're constantly improving on it and is that actually i do see you have a uh, team evolve uh t-shirt on is that is that where the name came from or do you guys make that up or is that kind of no our um our leaders out in seattle nate and jen they actually came up with the name so yeah that was their name before we even before we even met them but i think it would it's, I mean, it's obviously the perfect name right now. Yeah. It's, it's just, that's that's their that's what the point they were trying to get across too. I mean, everything evolves once you start once you start actually getting into the personal growth and stuff like that. Your your purpose evolves. Just your just everything evolves. That's awesome because he just said they're from Seattle and we're here on the East Coast. Yeah. So yeah. you're those are those are your leaders. Like those were the people you started yeah. out with. Actually, our um, uh, those are our top leaders. But um, okay. a lady, her name's Cynthia. She used to live over in Seattle. She came back to Philadelphia, oh, and um, gotcha. that's where her and Janine connected at their at Janine's old occupation, and then from there on, it was yeah. But that's awesome how that just yeah goes, it's great. goes about man. It's like different sides of the coast, and yeah. that's and it and it's going on. It's booming over here, so I can only imagine it's booming on the west. You know, like oh. it's, it's all over the place. I mean, I've, I've been seeing a lot of the uh, on uh, what was it, the the Philadelphia Union, Advocare yeah. promotion, like advertising for Advocare and stuff like that. So it's 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 awesome. It's huge. It's good to see something booming out like that. Yeah. How, man. Uh, how long has this uh, Advocare has been around for? Twenty four years. Really. Twenty four years. Yeah, man. Twenty four years. That's it. like you said. It's been it originated in um in Texas. So okay. started down there and then the West Coast and we're we're started getting booming now in the Northeast. So me and Janine and a couple a couple other leaders are trying to get it going and having some success with it. So it looks like it's going well. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. For the for the listeners out there, we know Joe personally. We grew up with him. Um and 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 he was 
a very reserved person, not in a negative way. He was just kind of just held back. He, he admittedly said he was an introvert, whatever. Um, and then you said you started to, you know, you got introduced to the personal development, uh, industry. You started reading books, um, and, and you, you know, your mindset changed and you had this whole paradigm shift. Is that where, is there a specific book you can point to or is it just like a collection of books that you kind of went into just on the whole book topic was there one thing uh, or one book that kind of stands out or you know one that you can throw out there or recommend for anyone to read um like uh, it's not just one book because when i read books i read like it depends on what season of life i'm going through you know what i mean that could help me out like when i got fired to be completely honest i was like I was I was scared and I I was in my head a lot like I would sit down and that would be the worst part I would be in my head so much telling myself I can't do this I'm not I'm not as good as Janine this and that blah 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 but then my good friend Nate from out Seattle he he recommended Crash the Chatterbox by uh Stephen Furtick and that right there had me just the stuff that Stephen went through I'm like, he's, he's talking to me right now. It's yeah. like that. See, that got me out of my head. But then on a leadership topic, um, Above the Line, Above the Line by uh, Urban Meyer. That was an awesome book because that spoke my language too. It added a little bit of football into it. And that, that book went a long way with me. And all right, I'm going to recommend two more because I like these two. <laughs> uh, just from an action standpoint, to get your get your butt up off your seat is uh, this Grant Cardone, uh, 10x rule. Yeah. And um, do you have his um, socks? No. Nah. This guy sells anything that he could possibly yeah. get his hands on. Literally, if you go to this guy's website, he sells anything from flashcards to pencils to socks to toothpicks, whatever you whatever you could put 10x on. This guy sells. It's hilarious. So so what's the uh, so 10x and what was the other one? and Stephen Furtick by the way he's a young um, pastor that is crushing it right now he has been for a while but he's bigger than ever right now and he's my absolute favorite I was actually up at you know five in the morning watching he's on uh, TBN so channel 47 if you have Verizon you're local I was watching that this morning and I was just like this dude. I was already up, and he got me more up, and I was just excited to go take a shower. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it started my day all, the right way. But yeah, Stephen Furtick's the man. So go ahead. What's your the the third? Um, and uh, well, well, ten X, and then I'm three quarters of the way through. Uh, be obsessed or be averaged by uh by Grant too. So yeah. so that 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 one's going real good too. So if you haven't read that, check that out. So. Yeah, just them, them books right there. I mean, from an action, from a leadership, and from just the getting out of my own head aspect, those are the books that really kept me moving. So, And I wouldn't just say, like, pick up anything or read anything. Like, it depends on where in life you're at right now, what season of life you are. That's what, that's what I usually recommend to people, just to pick up something to help them get through what they're going through right now at this time. Exactly. That's huge, too. There's a book. It's a very old book. Um, I, I don't even remember the author. And it's terribly Jeez. written. Um, <laughs> but hit after reading so many personal development books, you start kind of like you start getting, okay, yeah, I know where this guy's going with this. Um, but I still like to read them because every book still has 
it's coming from that person's perspective and yeah. they'll still put a twist on an old thought sure. right so i just enjoy reading them even though if it's you know the guy probably shouldn't have been an author but he, he his point was you know well stated and he talks about it's it, i think it's even called negative self-talk which is an awful title on top of that um but it was one of those things it came in a bundle i bought i don't know if it was amazon or, or ebay or something like that i bought like a personal development bundle I got this bundle for like 25 bucks and it came with like 10 10 books or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. so it was like a real nice and it, this was one of the books so it didn't really bother me, but um, it, it's kind of the whole chatterbox. It's it's if you actually stopped and listened to yourself, you talk yourself in and out of things every single day. Oh, yeah. absolutely, um, every day. <laughs> and and it, it's actually kind of funny and scary at the same time. Um, yep. Just like Joe was talking about, he was kind of like in this that 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 period of life where he's kind of like in a dark zone, so to speak. And if he sat down and looked at it and analyzed, it, it was himself really just you know beating himself up or whatever the reason was putting on these uh these thoughts um so going from the book going from personal development and using leadership joe what's uh what what are your thoughts on mentorship or coaching both um if you if you want to talk about if there's the you know a difference to you or you know how do you use this to your advantage uh to building your team well like i said before i I love it i mean I'm here for these people 24/7. I said, "Listen, you call me, you call me whenever you want, whether it's three o'clock in the morning. I mean, whether it's a client of ours or if it's a team member. I mean, either way, it's just. I mean, I'm here for them, and it's just that's that's where it made me grow too. It made me actually think about other people because I was a selfish person before. I'm like, don't call me or this and that. Like I would I would ignore a call or something like that, but. That made me grow in some way, but honestly, it also could be stressful because sometimes, sometimes you you want it for that person more than they want it for themselves. I mean, whether it be on a whether it be on a a nutrition side or just a a financial side. I mean, and that's where it comes from. You could lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it, or whatever, something yeah, like that. That's that's but. All in all, just coaching and and mentorship is the best I've ever encountered. You know what I mean? Like I never would have thought in a million years that I would be giving somebody advice on nutrition. I would never I would have never thought I would give somebody advice on finances and just building an empire, stuff like that. And it's just right, like it still really hasn't hit me yet. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I just I just roll with it, and someday it is gonna hit me. But I'm I'm just here for all my people, all my clients, all my teammates, and it's it's been it's been life changing, literally. Fantastic. So being you know the leader, the mentor that you are, building a home based business, you present people with a you know a wealth building opportunity on a daily basis. What is if there is anything one thing you would like? The world to know if the entire world was listening to you right now, uh, to know about what you do, and and the opportunity that you have in your hands. Take it seriously, man. Seriously, take it take it seriously. This isn't a gimmick. I mean, yeah. this is this is straight up. This is straight up business, and it's been a lot of people are moving on to that entrepreneurship nowadays. I mean, yeah, this is not a gimmick. I mean, we. It's it's crazy. Like 
we just hired an assistant. We hired a financial advisor. We just we're hiring people. It's like it, it, I never thought in a million years that we would get to this point, but we're at this point right now to where it's like we got to be we got to be like responsible. We have to be responsible with our finances. We have to be responsible with our clients and. We got to get a damn office instead of me sitting in my bedroom right now talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that'll, that'll all come in time. But no, it's one thing I would definitely want people to know and just have an open mind. This is not this is not a joke. This is not a gimmick. We're not out to scam people. We're here for the opposite. We're here for the people. We're for, we're here to we're here to let to shed light on on just working from home and being your own boss. I mean, it is possible. I mean, that's all I really have to say. Yeah. So, so presenting, you know, that statement and someone listening or someone eventually listening down the road, how can, how can someone get in touch with you or or get at least more information about the opportunity and, and, you know, how can they contact you? Oh, they could reach me, reach me and my wife through email. I mean, uh, Team Evolve Cologne at Gmail dot com. I mean, you could you could email us whenever. I mean, even if it, there's no strings attached, if you just want to know just a little bit more, I mean, we're not going to force you to do anything. If you just want to know a little bit more, or if I did, I didn't answer any questions that you have in your head right now that you weren't able to ask or anything like that, just just contact me at Team Evolve Cologne at Gmail, and we'll try our best. Now we're going to do our best to to get the questions asked. And and just so people are you know uh, answer aware, is this for a specific person, gender, background, or is this for anyone wanting to you know live their dream? No. Anybody, any if you if if you have a heartbeat, then you're good. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, but you have to. You also like I tell people. I mean, the the compensation it's 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 been a blessing, but we're not really we're not in that for that. I mean, we were at first. I mean, obviously, but but then we slowed down. We're in it for actual. We're actually in it to help people. I mean, it may sound. <laughs> to other people corny but we're actually here to help people either if with either if it's on the health side or if we're trying to help you on the financial side and you just have to have you have to have a you have to be a people person that's all if you if you don't like people you don't like talking to people then i mean maybe this just isn't for you but <laughs> you just have to be you just have to be a people person, yeah. You have to care about people. I mean, that's what that's what advocates stand for. It's advocates who care. So, well said. Um, and you know, you can you can just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you don't you know necessarily want to connect with people or, or talk with people. That is what Joe's team is in place for. Joe again, admittedly said he was an introvert. He was kind of um, the reserve type. So. That has nothing to do with it. So don't forget to uh, contact Joe and Janine, even if it's, you know, information only. There's no, you know, like he said, there's no strings attached. Uh, reach out to them. I know them personally. Uh, they're family. They are very 
their intentions are in the best spot you can possibly be. If you want to ever connect with someone, um, even on a, just an information only, uh, basis, they're your go-to people. Um, there you go. That's the old school, little bit of edification right there. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) we're going to wrap this episode up with two quotes. The first one by Warren Bennis, it goes, leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. And uh, Warren Bennis, I apologize for not knowing you bef- before finding this quote, but that is a fantastic, well said. I love stuff that's condensed and it's packed with uh, you know meaning. Um, and the second one, of course, by Andrew Carnegie: Teamwork is the ability to work together toward a common vision. The ability to direct individual complement the the ability to direct individual accomplishments towards organizational objectives it is the fuel that allows common people to attain uncommon results andrew carnegie thank you sir all right um that wraps it up episode number 51 team building leadership in this episode we had special guest joe cologne team building and leadership expert the crew discusses what it means to be a true leader Joe explains what team building means and its importance of building a successful business. We discuss motivation and how to effectively use personal development. And we we get an expert's advice on true mentorship and close the discussion with an opportunity to build wealth. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Warren Bennis and Andrew Carnegie. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.